Yo, today's QOD is no more and you will fear less. Here we go. The Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got a brand new speaker on the show today. His name is Dr. Nick Hall. And today, Dr. Hall is talking about fear. Everybody has fear. And fear is one of those things that will stop you in your tracks and completely kill your dreams if you let it. And like I said, everybody has fear. If you don't have fear, you're not human. I have fear. I've got all kinds of fear, but I do exactly what Nick Hall talks about in this episode to help me to transform that fear into fuel. I learn stuff. I get ready for stuff. I prepare for stuff. When I get ready for something, let's say, for example, like one of the interviews I used to do on Underground Wellness Radio or on the Sean Croxton sessions, I was always freaked out about the interview that was coming up. But what would turn down my freaked outedness was getting ready, the preparation. I would get so prepared that I knew exactly how that interview would go. Every single question I asked my guests, I already knew the answer to. It just, I just had to show up and do it. I just had to show up and, and fire off the questions. Everything else was just, it was done. I knew how it would go. See, we're scared when we don't know how it's going to go, when things are unknown. But the more stuff we know, the less unknown there is and the less fearful we are. It's quite magical. Knowledge. Learn more. Get prepared. Less fear. Here's Dr. Hall. I know it's been a long day, so I need to make absolutely certain that you're going to be ready for the information I'm going to be conveying to you during this last hour. I need to give you a very short test. Only one question, and all you have to do is answer loudly and in unison in response to this question. Does everyone understand? Yes. All right. What color is my shirt? Yes. What color is freshly fallen snow? Yes. What color is cotton? Yes. What do cows drink? No. Cows drink water. They give milk. And I have now answered for you the question. Through this demonstration, I have now answered the question, I, have, I know what to do, so why don't I do it? The primary reason is the same reason why you answered incorrectly, even though you knew better, because I set you up just as you set yourselves up with your beliefs and your thoughts. The brain craves the familiar. We like to stay on familiar ground. 
When we risk change, we also risk failure. And once the brain determines what the familiar pattern is going to be, which in this case was the paradigm of white, then all of your other answers are going to be consistent with that. What if instead of the concept of white, the image that I had implanted in your mind was that of failure? Or something that was likely to instill a negative emotion? And there is no question about it, but what holds us back, what prevents us from achieving our dreams, from realizing our successes, is nothing more than the emotion of fear. Specifically, it is fear of failure. You can do anything you want. If you want it bad enough, if it's a worthwhile objective, if you are willing to expend the time and effort to achieve it, you can have anything that you want. Whether it is a larger retirement account or more time with your family, whether it's a larger number of clients, an increase in your sales quota, or better health, if you are willing to devote the necessary time and effort, and if you want it badly enough, you can get it. But the reason why so many people do not realize their dreams is simply because they don't believe they can, and they fear the failure which could very well happen when they institute any sort of change in their life. Fear is an emotion that is often categorized as being negative, along with anger, along with disgust. And like all of the negative emotions, what it will do is prompt you to go into withdrawal, to hold back. That is how the brain is programmed. After all, if something is giving rise to a negative emotion, you want to take steps to avoid going to that same place again. Whereas the positive emotions are going to prompt you to advance, to move forward, so that you can realize that same emotion again in the future. And not only does the emotion of fear prompt us to go into a state of withdrawal, it also serves to cancel out the effects that the desire for riches and positive emotions might be able to exert. Remember the childhood game, rock, paper, scissors? Well, fear is the paper equivalent to rock. It will cover opportunity. It will prevent you from seeing the things that you can and ought to be doing to achieve your objective. But at the same time, fear is the rock to scissors. It will break your dreams. It will break your motivation. It will prevent you from having the will to move forward. And that is why it is so critically important that you do something about it. And that's the good news. There is a way that not only can you harness that fear, that fear of failure, so that you neutralize its impact upon your ability to achieve success. But there is also a technique I'm going to tell you about that will enable you to convert that fear, one of the most powerful emotions that exists in the body, into a force that will catapult you to your success. But first, I need to explain a few things about the emotion of fear. Unlike all of the others, 
Fear is the emotion of the future. You can only be afraid of things that have not happened. If it's already happened, you can be angry, you can be sad, you can be disgusted, but you cannot be afraid. Let's, for a moment, suppose that I have a fear of heights. I don't, but let's pretend I do. My family has enticed me to vacation with them in the Grand Canyon. And there is no way that I'm going to get close to the edge. I'm scared to death of getting close to the edge of the Grand Canyon. So I encourage them to go off, get photographs. I'm going to follow this little nature trail. And I'll meet them later on back at the car. So off I go. I'm matching up the pictures in the book with the foliage, which is scattered about. I'm preoccupied with what I'm doing. And I realize that I have taken the wrong turn and suddenly I find myself on the edge of the Grand Canyon. I'm not afraid of getting to the edge anymore. I'm already there. Now I'm afraid of falling. And just at that moment, my daughter comes around the corner. Hey, Dad, there you are. We haven't seen you in a while. It startles me, and now I begin to fall. I'm not afraid of falling anymore. Now I'm afraid of landing. While this is a very trivial example, nonetheless, it basically is a statement as to what the emotion of fear is all about. And the reason it is associated with the, with the future is because the essence of fear is the inability to predict what is going to happen next. It is that inability to predict, to look into the future, that grips us with fear. So the first approach you can use in order to overcome that fear which is holding you back, keeping you from making those new contacts, keeping you from following up with other prospective clients, the first thing that you need to do is be able to predict into the future. Obviously, the best way to do that would be to seek out a crystal ball. Unfortunately, such things exist only in the minds of fiction writers. The next best thing is to acquire knowledge. Know more, and you will fear less. That's how I made it through the Ultimate Florida Challenge. I read the release form, and before signing it, pondered, did I really want to do this? It was several pages listing all of the ways that contestants could die during this event. Everything from encounters with alligators, sharks, to lightning strikes being run over by powerboats, swamped by waves, and drowning. And that was just the beginning. And had I focused only on those obstacles, I doubt seriously that I would have signed up for that event. But I was able to lessen my fear by basically following the advice of Lord Baden-Powell, what has become the Boy Scout motto, which is, be prepared. And by memorizing charts, by learning to operate safety equipment, EPIRBs, GPS, such things as that, and by training and experiencing what future potential situations could be like, I was able to lessen my fear. And this is what I recommend that you do in whatever context you need to lessen that fear. I do these races every year. 
The short ones are 300 miles, the Everglades Challenge. Every other year, we do the 1,200-mile race, which goes around Florida. And whenever I begin training, I spend a week in December on the Atlantic coast, because during the month of December on the Atlantic, I know it's going to be cold. I know the waves are going to be crashing in. I'm going to experience the worst conditions I possibly will encounter any time during the week-long or month-long race. And what it enables me to do is experience capsizes under my terms. It enables me to break equipment that normally I wouldn't break and then learn how to fix it under duress while in the water. And as a result now of that experience, as a result of having that knowledge, my fear when I leave on March 4th and set out on that race is considerably reduced. The more you know, the more you learn about the product, the less fearful you will be in encountering a prospect and worried that you may not know the answer. The more you understand about what it is you are doing, the less fear you will have. That was Dr. Nick Hall. It doesn't look like he has a website, but you can watch today's talk on YouTube. It's called Dr. Nick Hall. I know what to do, so why don't I do it? Great stuff today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will see you tomorrow for Throwback Thursday with Louise Hay. I'm out. Peace. Peace.